Welcome to Bramasol's Insights to Action podcast library of topics covering regulatory compliance, reporting, disclosures, financial management, and financial transformation technologies. Bramasol is the leader in SAP-based finance solutions and the co-innovator with SAP on developing and deploying purpose-built compliance capabilities. Learn more about Bramasol at www.bramasol.com. Hello, this is Jim Hunt for Bramasol's Insights to Action podcast series. Today, I'm very pleased to have Navneet Ball with us. Navneet is a senior solutions architect at Bramasol, and he has deep background in SAP BRAM, Billing and Revenue Innovation Management. Welcome, Navneet. It's great to have you here. Maybe you can start off by giving us a broad overview of BRAM and what's in it. BRAM initially was designed or developed to handle large volumes, complex transactions, very complex business models, large customer bases. And this is the kind of revenues which flow through this installed BRIM implementations. Coming on to how BRIM has developed. So uh, back in 2000, 2007, 2008 timeframe, SAP made a strategic business decision to get into the telecom space and to also to come up in the billing and billing space. So it wanted to compete against Oracle and other providers. So it uh, in 2009, it bought a French company called as Hydeal for its charging system. And then it integrated it with its own uh, systems, with its uh, ECC, and it came up with order to cash. That was the first name of Prim. It was called as order to cash, and it was an integrated solution. So the selling point, the USP of it was that it was an end-to-end -end integrated solution. Not many companies were giving that offering. For a period of time, BRIM has undergone many name changes. From order to cash, it was called as BRIM. Then it was renamed as Hybris during the years when uh, it was positioned under a different business unit. It was known as Hybris Billing. And then uh, after 2018, the Hybris Billing name got changed back to BRIM. And then now uh, it has continued its present avatar. From starting off as an on-premise solution, Brim has undergone many changes. Now it has, uh, it is available in the cloud, known as the Brim Cloud. Uh, it also uh, got new products uh, added to its portfolio. Subscription billing is a very popular product nowadays, and it was added in the 2017-2018 timeframe into the Brim product. And then, uh, with separate components, SAP integrated the uh, CRM and the billing systems into one, the uh, in the digital core from starting from the 1709 release. So conversion invoicing, accounting, uh, subscription order management became part in of one box. So that is a little overview of how Brim has uh, undertaken its journey and how it has grown over a period of many years. This is also to showcase that SAP has constantly been innovating and adding uh, new products and new facets to this solution. Uh, thank you. Uh, can you clear up uh, what we should call BRAM? A lot of people want to call it an application, but there's so many aspects to it. Uh, it seems like it's more than that. A lot of people think that BRIM as such is one solution. It's not. It, it is a combination. It's a portfolio of solutions. It has different components. And each of these components 
the beauty of the solution is that they can also work standalone. So if you want to have a CRM, you can opt for solution order management. You don't need to take a charging solution or an invoicing solution. If you want an invoicing solution only, you can opt for convergent invoicing, and this will integrate well with any other standard uh, systems out in the market. So uh, when you take a BIM solution from SAP, all these solutions come pre-integrated, but if uh, needed as required for the project, they can also be installed and implemented in standalone modes and without the other solutions and they can be integrated with third party solutions easily. Thank you, Navneet. A great overview. Uh, let's drill down into some of the uh, major components in BRIM, starting with uh, subscription order management. So the subscription order management is the all the, the starting point of the BRIM solution, and it is responsible for managing all of the customer and product master data. It enables our end customer to offer all kinds of services, physical goods, digital services, projects, all of them can be combined into one order. So subscription order management or SOM in short also uh, does all kind of order fulfillment, orchestration of order fulfillment. It can create and handle complex product hierarchies and bundles. It is easily integratable with upstream quoting systems and downstream charging, invoicing, field management systems, warehouses, data warehouses, etc. It is also responsible for all kind of contract lifecycle management, upsell of contract, resell of contracts, splitting of contracts, merging of contracts. All this is possible in the SOM box. Also, it enables data management by enabling all kind of requirements which is uh, relevant to a particular geography, like you know security requirements, privacy requirements. All that is handled in the subscription order management box. Uh, if you see, like you know, uh, there are some like uh, functionalities which is described inside. So, like things like uh, product modeling, price modeling, document distribution. This is basically the distribution of all the master data into the downstream systems. So this is a brief overview of the subscription order management. Thank you. Uh, next up, let's talk about uh, convergent invoicing. So SAP convergent invoicing is a central invoicing and revenue management platform. It can take in input uh, the billable items that's the key input into the conversion invoicing system is known as bits or billable items. So it can take in bits from any kind of charging system and an integrated BRIM solution implementation. It will be a SAP conversion charging box, but it can take in bits from any kind of uh, other systems also. It can uh, configure multiple billing cycles and you can have different billing periods, daily, quarterly, hourly, etc. Uh, it has in multiple processes, parallel processing capability, you can aggregate and group the bits based on, on the configuration required. You can do multiple uh, types of uh, discounts based on the volumes, based on uh, type of functionality. Different types of billings can be done, uh, mass billing, manual billing, billing in different phases, and also enables uh, re-billing and re-rating functionalities. It supports complex revenue sharing models with uh, partners. This is one of the key features of convergent invoicing. Uh, and along it, can, you can also integrate it with uh, convergent charging to enable really complex uh, partner sharing, revenue sharing models. Uh, 
and it is built to handle high volume and scalability for growing business models. Thank you. You mentioned convergent uh, charging a couple of times. Let's uh, drill down and talk a little bit more about that. So convergent charging is uh, uh, the provides uh, simplified management of prices using the cockpit or the existing GUIs. It enables innovation with different kind of pricing and bundling uh, scenarios. It uh, enables rapid go-to-market product launches, uh, enabling customers to launch cross-promotional offers or new services in a rapid, configurable manner. It supports different payment strategies, meaning it can handle both uh, prepaid and postpaid kind of business models or hybrid business models. It reduces cost, reducing inefficiencies by enabling all kind of different payment models, postpaid, prepaid, can be uh, configured on one platform. Similarly, recurring charges, one-time charges, user charges, all of them can be configured in one uh, system, and we don't need different systems for different uh, kind of business models. It provides uh, easily uh, easy ease of scaling, has very low latency, and provides uh, high nines availability and high throughput, which is uh, required for high-volume businesses and real-time businesses like telecom. Thank you. And another important aspect we should touch on is entitlement management. The Brim Cloud Pub, also there's another product called the SAP Entitlement Management for managing all kind of entitlements. So this is a new product which is added to the Brim portfolio. And these all are the entitlement management and the subscription billing are based on the business transformation platform. So, Nandi, one of the things that you mentioned was uh, the ability to pull information from legacy systems. Could you expand a little bit on the agnostic um, interface capabilities of BRIM and why they're important? Yes. So, as I mentioned, uh, most of the very, you find very few cases where, uh, like, you know, which is a startup model or as we call them as greenfield implementations, where the customer is just starting his business and he goes for brim most of the places brim has to uh, like you know be inserted into an existing uh, system running system so in that case the customers they might want to go for the full brim stack or they might want to take only a few brim components and then integrate it with their existing uh, systems legacy system so that requires uh, that ease of integration so brim all the brim solutions uh, they provide that capability through highly like you know configurable APIs, uh, the APIs uh, like for convergent charging, they are like you know web based, Java based, so all kinds of technologies are supported, and these APIs enable a very quick integration to the existing legacy system. So that is why I said like you know Brim has uh, very good capabilities of integration with existing systems. Perfect. Uh, you also mentioned um, that Brim is not an application, it's a portfolio of applications. Yep. Is there a typical journey where, um, and, and I realize across industries it'll, it'll likely be very different, but is there a typical entry point where uh, many companies start? And talk a little bit about, depending on where they enter, how easy is it to add other modules as they continue their journey? 
so uh, that's a, that's a great question jim so it depends actually on the business model and also the type of industry so the product which i think like is the uh, if you look at all the implementations of brim across the globe across its history probably convergent invoicing is the one which has been uh, which has been implemented in most number of places so if you have to say like you know if there's one star performer in the brim portfolio or the most popular uh, performer in the brim portfolio it will be the convergent invoicing box the reason being that uh it has very uh, like you know high capability of integrating different inputs into it and generating a, a converged output so in that i mean it can take in different uh, billable items or billing documents and then generate a converged invoice because of that uh, facility it is uh, probably the most implemented solution in the brim portfolio but if you say like you know how does a typical brim journey start so brim the uh, key point is it enables the subscription economy so if a customer who wants off to start on the subscription uh, journey it has already a different kind of business model and it wants to uh, move into the subscription model so it can like and start implementing the different brim uh, products so uh, starting off like you know it can take like you know depending as i said depending on where it is in its journey or where what particular path it wants to take it can choose a different brim portfolio or it can go for the full brim stack so if it want currently if it just needs to have uh, managing of subscriptions and maybe it has its own billing system so it can just opt for som or it can opt for subscription billing in case of the public cloud so we have had customers in the past uh, like recent past who have been asking us that okay they want a solution which uh, they don't have very complex business model but they want uh, a, a solution which uh, can uh, rapidly uh, launch and go to market so they want something which just manages the subscriptions and has simplified pricing models so for that uh, sap subscription billing will be an ideal kind of product to start with uh if they have some kind of complex meeting like you have uh, various uh, tolling companies in the world wherein uh, they have very complex models or you have logistics companies which have complex pricing models where for each part of the journey of the particular uh, sku within the uh, ecosystem a particular price needs to be attached so when uh, that kind of complex pricing is required probably sap convergent charging will be the right kind of fit for that uh business so that answer of which particular product to take is dependent upon the kind of business journey and is probably best decided by the implementation team by doing a detailed workshop analysis of with the client great Th thank you you'd mentioned also uh scalability maybe you could give kind of a a feel for the audience about how many transactions a day i know you mentioned millions or tens of millions of transactions it, is there any upper limit to the scalability of brim uh, that's a good question so uh, uh, so uh, sap frequently does its uh, it does this kind of uh, ex, uh, what do i say like you know uh, ex, um, testing in the labs with along it has done in the past uh, in its own labs and in partnership with ibm and it has shown that uh, brim is like you know, highly scalable so one of the largest uh, telecom customers uh, telecom uh, providers in the world which has currently i think about 500 million customers retail customers in india runs on the brim platform 
So BRIM supports that kind of model. All of the individual BRIM components are highly scalable. You just need to like, you know, they provide both horizontal vertical scalability. Uh, and also the exact figures, Jim, probably like I'll have to search. I don't have them off the top of my head. Uh, but I mentioned the biggest example of a, uh, like, you know, of a high volume business is a retail customer where online charging is required, where real time charging, online charging is required. That means like, you know, customer and the customers make a call or they do some data uh, consumption after the consumption or after the call is ended, a real time notification is sent to the customer of what his current uh, balance is. So that kind of real time charging and notification is enabled in the BRIM. BRIM supports it. So that is one of the key USPs of being of BRIM that it supports uh, very high volume businesses. Perfect, thank you. Um, you know, in the, in the digital solutions economy, we talk a lot about um, these complex models uh, that are not just a subscription for a product. They also oftentimes have other things bundled in like entitlements or devices and so on. Can you talk a little bit about how BRIM helps um, companies manage these uh, bundle, bundled offerings? Yes, yeah, so again, you, you touched upon the key USP of BRIM. So nowadays, if you see like, you know, there's a subscription economy also goes hand in hand with partnering. So you can have a, a, a telecom provider uh, partnering with a music company to provide uh, music to its retail customers. So once the consumption of that particular item happens, so then revenue needs to be shared down the stream. It needs to be shared with the music company needs to be shared with a particular artist or some other intermediaries in between. So that kind of model where the revenue from the customer has to be split on a on a on different basis can be like you know on a pre-decided basis or based on some tiers or based on hierarchies or based on that particular agreement. So it uh, complex kind of uh, models are available. So these models can be configurable and supported in Brim. Uh, and different BRIM boxes. So convergent invoicing and convergent charging are the two key boxes for this kind of uh, revenue model and sharing of revenue models. So this is uh, this is highly possible in BRIM. You know, that's great. And uh, you touched on something that uh, brings me to another question, and that's about compliance, and that's specifically revenue recognition, which is uh, one of Bramasol's leadership strengths. Um, can you talk a little bit about um, how the uh, BRIM model being part of SAP and also the uh, SAP revenue uh, accounting and reporting RAR app, how those things go together. Yeah, so I mentioned uh, that what that is the beauty of like SAP because SAP like, you know, it has like very strong financials in, and is known in the corporate world to having uh, having support for that. So BRIM was developed to support, it doesn't need to be uh, separately integrated with the backend financial system. In most other billing systems, you will have, they'll have a front end, they'll have a CRM, they have a good charging system and they will have a billing system. But the backend part, the connectivity, the finance is not there and it generally has to be uh, implemented, customized, or it has to be done in the particular project. But with BRIM, that is not the case. BRIM comes already pre-integrated with uh, SAP financials. So, so once the invoicing happens in the converging invoicing box, it is all the revenue postings uh, and it uh, the integration with revenue accounting is there and with the general ledger is there, controlling is there, and it is provided in the FIC and the revenue accounting models. Uh, when you talk about compliance, 
So again, like SAP being a European company, it, uh, it, and Europe probably has one of the highest standards of compliance. So SAP makes sure that all these products support uh, compliance. It can be a small thing as the masking of your credit card information. So once the credit card information is there, all the BIM boxes make sure that uh, that that data is highly uh, secure and it is not uh, like you know not available for any kind of manipulation or it's highly encrypted and secure. Uh, that's great. Thank you. And and then uh, before we wrap up, maybe you could talk some about um, the overall benefits of BRIM and the other applications like RAR and so on being part of the S4 HANA uh, ecosystem. And so for customers going forward, what does their uh, S4 HANA journey look like? And if they start with BRIM, do they uh, does it how does that lead them into the future with S4 HANA? So uh, the overall BRIM journey of a customer, as I mentioned, it starts with the customer trying to move into the subscription system, subscription uh, digital economy and the subscription based economy. So uh, SAP has been constantly innovating. So earlier, uh, as I mentioned, when we started off in the BRIM journey, so we had separate boxes when it was mainly uh, your CRM system, your billing system and your charging system. So all they were all of them were in separate boxes. But, but as the product has evolved, SAP has integrated them. So now uh, in the S4 HANA box, you have your solution order management, which basically provides your CRM capabilities and your convergent invoicing FICA, which provides your invoicing, billing and uh, financial management capabilities. So all of them are present in one box. Your convergent charging and convergent mediation, if required, if any kind of data mediation is required, is available in separate boxes and they are also available on the cloud. So uh, if once the journey starts, so the customer doesn't need to have too many implementations and uh, the advantage of uh, BRIM is also that it integrates with your existing ECC application. So most of the BRIM products, they come into all they have APIs which enable them uh, enable easy integration with the existing ECC implementations of the customer. Talking about uh, revenue recognition, as I mentioned, BRIM is uh, integrated, comes pre integrated with revenue recognition. So you don't need to have a separate uh, revenue recognition system. So once you have the BRIM box, S4 HANA box, you can enable revenue recognition for it, which uh, enables, uh, which just provides more ease of operations for the customer and uh, that they don't have to go look for different kind of solutions. They can just look for the BRIM solution, which will provide the end-to-end uh, require end-to-end -end, uh, meeting all their end-to-end -end requirements for their different business models, different complexities. It can uh, do that. Uh, that's great. Thank you. Just one last question. And um, from your experience uh, with BRIM, which goes back essentially to the beginning, um, can you talk a little bit about um, what industries you're seeing uh, BRIM get a lot of traction with or you know, and this, the list is probably pretty long, but maybe just hit the highlights. Yeah, so as I mentioned, uh, because uh, the whole economy, as you mentioned, like in is changing. So uh, uh, BRIM was initially designed for telecom business because telecom was the probably at that time, the, uh, the flagship uh, for the digital economy. It has a subscription based model, right? Like telecom industry runs on that. 
but as it has grown we have got uh, we've seen customers with different kind of uh, like you know different industries also going into the subscription business so like you have your ubers you have your like you know volvos which have your subscription uh, based models for your uh, taking for, uh, for cars you have uh, companies like lexmark which provide printing as a service so you pay uh, not for the uh, printer but the num number of printouts you do in a particular period and you have uh, tolls uh, the, the north america probably the world's most busiest highway uh, toll road is like 407 so and that uh, it runs on brim the back end of it is uh, done on brim and sap itself or uh, sap itself its cloud business runs on brim uh, and many other companies also like you know big companies uh, uh, which have their uh, big subscriptions which support like you know millions of customers so there is one particular customer which uh, has more than 500 600 million customers uh, which runs on the subscription and that also runs on brim that's great thank you very much uh, this this has been a great podcast um i know our listeners uh, will learn a lot from it and I look forward to talking with you more in the future, Navneet, and drilling down into some of the uh, specific aspects of uh, Brim. Thank you very much. Thank you, Jim. And it has been a pleasure talking to you. And uh, it also gave me an opportunity to talk about Brim and uh, explain it to a wider audience. Thanks a lot. Thank you for listening to this episode of Bramasol's Insights to Action podcast series. We hope that you found it helpful to ensure that you never miss a future episode, you can subscribe to Bramasol at iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. For more information about Bramasol and detail on our solutions for compliance optimization and financial transformation, please visit www.bramasol.com or email us at infobramasol.com.